Hello, prodigies, and welcome to this emergency podcast edition of Call for Backup. I'm Kaylee, your host and a staff writer at Nerds. I'm joined by Kennedy, Julia, and my co-host Jules to discuss the heartbreaking news that Prodigal Son has not been renewed for a third season of Fox. Ugh, no. I'm just devastated. I'm devastated. As soon as I saw the news, I we like ran to the nerds chat. We were oh. all very, very upset. <sighs> we're all in kind of shock, I think. I think we were all holding out a little bit of hope mm-hmm. for this to be renewed because like I kind of mentioned before we started recording that I don't think they take into account that not everybody watches live. Like exactly. people catch up on Hulu or on Fox Now or on you know HBO Max, whatever the case is. So I just wish they would have given us a little bit more time because just like last season, they kind of had that cliffhanger right at the end and all of us were mm-hmm. like, what? And then we, you know, come to find out, I mean, it was an agonizing month and a half probably or or later that we heard it had been renewed for season two. So I was kind of hoping that they would do the same thing. But then again, I'm like, I don't want to wait longer <laughs> to hear if it's going to be renewed or not. So what do you guys think? I mean, I think the difficulty with the factoring in the streaming numbers and the linear numbers is that unfortunately, you know, it's Warner Brothers that owns the show. The show streams mm-hmm. on HBO Max. So right. for Fox, from Fox's perspective, it's like, that's great that everyone's watching on HBO Max, but not. But we don't make our... money off that. Right. Um, and, you know, that's it. It's just so tough to me because with shows like Prodigal Son, I do make an effort to watch live mm-hmm. because I know that it does matter, you know, and tweeting about it matters and engagement does matter. And this show has a really engaged fandom. Like every week when the show is on, you see people tweeting, you do see people talking about it. And I hope that the engagement of the fandom will both make it an attractive option for something like HBO Max, which is looking for shows that have engaged fandoms to kind of migrate over to that service. And that it will also help with things like petitions and hashtags and all of that because the fans are so engaged and are so with the show. But yeah, I'm just, I'm heartbroken. I, I love this show. You know, I love covering this show for nerds. And so I'm, I'm going to miss it if we don't get a season three. Yeah. I mean, and we know it's possible too, because we've seen shows come back from the dead from mm-hmm. Lucifer, which was another Fox which was show. Which a Fox show. Exactly. I think, when did it get canceled? Season, like it was supposed to be renewed for season four, but it didn't, I'm pretty sure. I feel I'm like there's going to be some Lucifer fans yelling. I, know, I never watched me. Lucifer. Um, <laughs> I'd always heard good. I'd always heard good things about Lucifer. All I remember is that you know the fan campaign around it, and I mean part of mm-hmm. that is is good news for Prodigal Son because there might be people who have never thought of checking out the show who all of a sudden are seeing all these hashtags of people trying to save it and kind of going, oh, like what's that show? I've mm-hmm. never heard of that before, but now that people are talking about it, maybe I'll yeah. check it out. And I don't mean to rag on other shows and I'm not going to name those shows by name. Um, but there are shows that got renewed that I'd never even heard of that had like absolutely no, just no advertising at all. So, and the fact that they had advertised prodigal son so much with commercials and with, you know, like you said, just the live tweeting and the engagements mm-hmm. on Twitter and with the cast, I'm, I'm just floored that they and big guest stars, big guest stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Alan like Catherine, Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough because I think this show matters to so many people mm-hmm. and, you know, it does depict a very realistic 
idea of mental health it does depict you know um like it just has representation with danny with gill with um jt oh my god i was gonna say frank (laughs) i was gonna say his real name um you know um and i just want to say i've been saying adresa's real name long um wrong all along i believe it's pronounced keiko if i'm not yes i i saw that tweet as well Yes, so I apologize from here here on out. I will be saying her name correctly. Um, but just in, like I said, this show, I feel like, matters to so many people. And it's different. Yeah, it's a cop show, but it's not just a cop show. It's almost like a medical mm. show and cop show into one. So it's different. I mean, I think that the show really filled a void that a lot of people were feeling in terms of, you know, like procedural crime dramas. Um, especially mm-hmm. since, you know, Criminal Minds ended, which... I feel like the show had a lot of not necessarily similarities, but had the same vibe to where people who were fans of Criminal Minds could get into that when, you mm-hmm. know, so many have gone off in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. It's tough because that's like with any show, you get attached, you know, you get attached to the characters, the story, you know, you love, like I said, live tweeting with the cast. You it's it's this camaraderie you know and we all have something in common it's just watching this show so now that that's potentially over you know if if the fandom can come together and and save it you know that would be wonderful but it's just hard it's hard to kind of potentially close this door this chapter i know that sounds really sad but it's just that's where my mind goes <laughs> well especially since so much is going to be probably unanswered we know how mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. writers love their big cliffhangers and I think that's oh, yeah. a big part of why it hurts so much too because if mm-hmm. we had known this you know maybe a month ago and they had time to you know rewrite it, bring the show to yeah do rewrites and like bring it to an end that had real closure then you know it might be different but you know since the plot is kind of just going to get cut off where it was and you know the season's obviously revving up towards mm-hmm. a big end I think that's just going to be tough. And I think part of what I admire so much about this show is that it's always willing to kind of go for the craziest thing and really swing for the fences and go for these crazy storylines and bring in these awesome characters who are like recurring bits coming in and the cliffhangers. And it's it's it makes it an interesting show, but it also makes it a very dangerous show to love um, because you know that they're going to end the season with the cliffhanger. You know that there's a potential possibility that it won't come back. And I know definitely by the end of season one, you know, when they ended on the cliffhanger that they did, all of us were just instantly like, oh, no, like this has to come back for a season two. And I, I it's so sad to see a show that was willing to take such huge chances creatively end because even in the many articles that have been written about its cancellation or even before it was officially canceled and it was sort of like on the bubble Mm -hmm. everyone at fox seems to really love the show creatively and really like where it was going writing wise it was just the ratings that weren't there and that makes it even sadder (laughs) because it's not even like the show declined in quality if anything it got better in the course Mm -hmm. of season two but the ratings just didn't go with it and and that's a that's hard for me to accept it's very sad yeah i just I, i just don't understand where everyone went like mm. how big of a dip, you know, especially if you watched all of season one and watched the finale, how could you not watch season two? Yeah. I like even just the first episode, like the first episode was phenomenal. Like it was. I think they've consistently raised the bar from season one, which is honestly, I was kind of skeptical if they were going to be able to mm-hmm. do that with, mm-hmm. you know, 
the big plot lines that they had implemented in the first season, but they have continuously like delivered throughout the second season. And yeah. a shortened season, a shorter season on yeah, than most network shows at 13 episodes. I mean, you look even on the over on the CW, they've gotten pretty much full seasons out of their shows this year, even with it being COVID. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they were kind of stuck at 13 episodes for the year, I mean, it, it's incredible what they pulled off in such a short amount of time. Um, particularly for a network show that's a really difficult thing to do especially having to cram you know the stuff that kind of got cut off from Mm -hmm. the end of last season into the first couple of episodes right and still trying to incorporate you know the storyline so that they didn't lose any time since they knew they were going to have a shortened season Mm -hmm. yeah and speaking of storylines I feel like there are so many storylines we just that just won't get justice you know Gillica was just starting to ramp up again Brightwell was starting to ramp up, you know, and Ainsley's storyline. Like, I'm very curious to see, uh, you know, I I was very curious to see what they would do with her character. But now Mm -hmm. it's just like all of that's up in the air now. Like, how are they going to how are they going to satisfy fans? I don't think they can because we're all so upset that we didn't get the ending that we wanted. Um, Like, we're all not ready for this to be over. So it's like, oh, I'm sad. And speaking of fans, you know, wanting to save the show, I mean, within five minutes, pretty much after this announcement came out, fans were already starting the hashtag, you know, hashtag save prodigal son was trending all over Twitter. It's still trending now, um, along Mm -hmm. with prodigal son. Um, There was a petition that was started a few days ago, actually, before the official announcement came down. But of course, now that we know that it's been canceled, um, it's been gaining in signatures kind of rapidly. Um, And that's over on change.org. And we'll link to that in our description as well. Um, and fans, I just love, I love when fans get really creative about saving their shows. And one of the ideas that apparently has come up now, and we'll link to this in our description as well, um, is about people who are organizing a drive to send birdseed in honor of sunshine to Fox it. and Warner Brothers, which is the greatest thing I've Best ever thing I've heard. heard of. Um, so if you want to get involved <laughs> with that, please do. Um, I think that's hilarious. And a really wonderful way of kind of making your voice heard and kind of showing how much the show matters to you. I feel like in a safer way too. No one's sending yes. like forks or please don't send knives. Axes. Yeah, no, axes. We do not condone that. We are not. No, we're not <laughs> saying to do that at all. Please don't be like. I heard on this podcast I should send. No, we're not telling you to do that. I'm telling you. We're right telling now. you to send bird seed, which is bird highly seed. innocuous, right. very cute, good for not, inexpensive, not for inexpensive. Right. Easy to ship. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't have to go through airport security. I don't know. Not going to set off any metal detectors. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's ideal. Really. You want to save the show, but you don't want to go down with the ship either. Um, (laughs) No shady courier networks to deal with. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah, exactly. But get involved, guys. I mean, we know it's possible to Mm -hmm. bring shows back from they're unfortunate. I mean, look, Sandition just came back from, you know, mm-hmm. the fan campaign. Anything's possible. And two I years mean, later, too, I would note. Yeah. It came back two years later from a no fan kidding. campaign. No kidding. Did it really? Yep. It ended in 2019 and they just announced the two season wow. renewal. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that's the thing. Networks are looking for passion. Plenty of streamers are looking for that kind of fan engagement because they're trying to build their audience right now. If they know that they can get a built in audience for a show and kind of build some buzz then that's a great thing to do. That's why Lucifer, I think, has found so much success on Netflix because it had a built-in fan base. And they 
not only followed the show to Netflix, but then once Netflix kind of put their advertising behind it, it became this phenomenon of like, what is this show? Why did people fight so hard to save this show? I'm going to go watch this show. And it ended up improving its ratings. Um, you look at something like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is also canceled um, and by brought Fox? back. <laughs> by Fox and brought back. But it just so happens to be, you know, it found its new home and its fans followed it. And it became this show that everybody loved. And everyone is very sad to see that go as well. Um, but there's plenty of places the show could go I think the most logical spot is probably somewhere like HBO Max because Warner Brothers owns Prodigal Son and they're already streaming the first season Mm -hmm. um but you know and I'm willing to take a chance on any other streamer um so literally anywhere I will pay for an HBO Max subscription just to watch Prodigal Son like just to watch Prodigal Son yeah that is not a joke like I already have Hulu I got Netflix I will get HBO Max to watch this show because it matters that much to me. So, guys, if mm-hmm. this show matters to you, please sign the petition, okay? Tweet, save Prodigal Son. Everywhere, every day, just retweet everything you see. Mm-hmm. Let them know that our voices are going to be heard because we want this show to come back for season three. And if you're looking for content to retweet onto your feed, um, we have a renewal article that actually literally just went out a few days ago um, talking about why we need a season three. This podcast, we did a renewal podcast during one of our hiatus weeks. You can also feel free to retweet that as well. Um, lo- plenty of Prodigal Sun content on Nerds and Beyond in general, um, fun listicles, things to convince people to watch the show. So if you're looking for something to kind of drum up interest, we have a lot of it because we write a lot about this show because we love this show a lot. Um, and we're really going to miss it if we don't get a season three. And we just want to quickly say that um, for all those that have listened um, mm-hmm. and tweeted at us and, you know, really enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so, so much. I mean, yeah. we've had a blast doing this. And again, we really hope that we can continue. But um, if not, I'm sure we'll think of something else to podcast about. Um, <laughs> there are plenty of We shows. will yell about just about anything. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but thank you for all you guys do and um let's try to save the show guys i think we can do it as a party note for our podcast we usually end every episode with a motivational affirmation or quote that is meant to inspire while this isn't a full episode of our podcast we still wanted to leave you all on a hopeful note this week's quote is let your hopes not your hurts shape your future Robert H. Schuler. Remember, prodigies, this fandom is powerful and you can always count on prodigies to call for backup. Be sure to check back later this week for our usual show covering this week's new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on our Twitter account at callforbackuppod. That's call the number four backup pod. Tag us and let us know your thoughts on the episode. And as always, follow us at Nerds Beyond for all of your nerdy news.